Hi, Stephanie here. I am an entrepreneur, lobbyist, wife, mother, book lover, and political junkie. I think gender equality is still a work in progress in our homes, our workplaces, and our politics. And I love to learn, especially from other women. So I started Women Don't Do That, a podcast and blog to talk about issues women care about today and to inspire us to do whatever it is we think we can't do. I did a talk this week called Rising Up, How Women Can Use Their Voice to Affect Change. And I started reflecting about what did I want to share on my solo podcast episode. And I decided that I would share this. And as I start, one of the things that they asked me to do was to talk about my why, how did I become an expert in this area. And I thought it was a great way to talk more about some of my values and things that I care about and introduce myself more into listeners. And so I want to start off by sharing that I really feel like my personal mission is to make a positive impact on the world. Empowering women is another thing I'm very passionate about to help them find their voice, realize their full potential and their agency. I would be lying if I didn't share that the podcast has become a ton of work for me. And I have another business that I lead but I am very passionate about inspiring women and uh, spending time with you and learning and growing with you. I've had a career as a lobbyist in Canada, which has allowed me to really channel my passion for change into meaningful work and helping the underdog, which is something I really enjoy. As you know, I recently became an entrepreneur and I own a public affairs company called Beacon North Strategies. And a few years ago, I ran for political office and faced a lot of sexism while running for political office. And after the launch, after the loss is when I launched Women Don't Do That, the podcast, to inspire women to do whatever it is they think that they can't. And this talk about rising up, how women can use their voice to affect change, really brings these two worlds together of my lobbying work and my empowerment work to arrive at this conversation. And there's really three things that I want to share today. The first is overcoming barriers. The second is finding your voice. And the third is taking action. And so when we talk about overcoming barriers, women often hesitate to take opportunities that come their way, but we don't need anyone's approval to achieve our goals. We need to stand up. We need to take initiative and seize the opportunities that come our way. We know that research shows that women are less likely than men to take promotions or ask for them, negotiate salaries, seek out challenging assignments. And this hesitancy can hold us back from achieving our careers or goals or aspirations. We need to be more proactive and assertive in advocating for ourselves and others. And I want to talk about a framework that I use that really helps me. I try to think about framing my fear. What could I miss out on if I don't try something? I didn't have it before. So if I don't have it after or I ask for something and someone says, no, it doesn't really matter. If you fail, you're learning and you won't know what you can do until you try. I want to give you a funny example. 
I was walking down the street one day in Ottawa with a friend. It was shortly after a federal election. The Liberal Party had won and Prime Minister Ketsian was walking down the street. I walked past him and was down the street a little bit. And I thought, I am not going to miss this opportunity to go and talk to the foreign prime minister. And so I literally ran down the street to the embarrassment of anybody around me and chased him down to chat with him and uh, get a picture and just talk to him for a few minutes. And I'm so thankful for that opportunity. And, you know, yes, I probably looked goofy and stupid, but at the same time, I wouldn't have been able to have that interaction and that special moment. And if I hadn't have done that, the second thing I want to dive into is finding your voice. How are you going to find the confidence to find your voice? Knowing your worth is an essential first step in finding your voice. When you recognize your own value, you'll be more confident speaking up for what you deserve and asserting yourself in various situations. Taking risks and stepping out of your comfort zone is important because it helps you overcome fear and develop resilience. It gets easier every time that you do it. It makes me think about red lipstick, which I know is ridiculous, but the first time you put on red lipstick, it is jarring and it's hard to walk out the door and you think you look ridiculous. But every time that you do it, it becomes easier. And now I put it on and Don't even really think about it. I also want to give you some examples about finding your voice. You could focus on identifying your strengths and achievements. You could challenge the negative self-talk. You could learn to negotiate and advocate for yourself. I have an upcoming podcast guest and we talk about negotiation and really as a form of communication. And she chats about a book and I talk about a podcast that have really made a difference for us. So that podcast will be out after this. You should definitely take a listen. The third thing you need to do is take action. So when we're talking about rising up, how women can use their voice to affect change, you need to take action. Speaking up is key to making your voice heard. Even if you're hesitant at first, practice makes perfect. What are you passionate about? Maybe it's about your work. Maybe it's about an issue. Maybe it's about cancer research or international development. What are you passionate about? And more importantly than almost anything I think I've said is getting started. You need to get started. Kelly Sinclair, who has been a guest on our podcast a few times, she's a friend of mine. She also has her own podcast. Uh, She leads Entrepreneur School. She talks about taking messy action. You need to take messy action. You need to take the next right step. You don't need to know everything to get started. When I first started the podcast with my friend Miranda at the time, we knew nothing. And now we're a few years later and 130 some episodes in. We knew nothing. We literally had to Google How do you start a podcast? And then each of those things, we didn't know what half of the terms meant or the sentences. We had to Google those too. That is actually how we started. And all the time, over time, things become easier. Started a newsletter, didn't know how to do that. Now that's super easy. Social media, like all kinds of things that you learn and grow along the way. You don't have to start with knowing all the things, but you do need to get started. You have to build connections and networks. 
One of the most important things for advocacy or raising your voice is to have other women allies who share your goals and values because you can amplify each other's voices and advocate for change on a large scale. You need to be bold. When you see other women you admire that are leaders, remember the countless hours of hard work and boldness that got them there. Oprah didn't open the door and become Oprah. They didn't wait for someone to give them permission or validation. They stood up and took it. They took action. And if you want something, you need to do the same. When we talk about things like change and advocacy, I want to talk about the three Ps, which is something you need to remember. You need to be patient, you need to be persistent, and you need to be polite. And these are some of the key tools that I use to help me in my advocacy work. And one of the most important is persistence. When you fall up or you get a no, you need to figure it out and keep going. Don't take no for an answer. Be creative and find a different way to get it done. If you email someone that you really want to talk to or have a meeting with and they don't answer you, 90% of the time, they're not ignoring you. They are just very busy. You need to follow up. Like if you come tell me like, oh, I emailed someone, they didn't respond. I I don't want to hear about it till you've reached out to them and emailed them and tried to call them a minimum of three times. And if they're not going to answer you, there's another way to get that done. As I wrap things up, I want to imagine people like Viola Desmond. What would have happened if she hadn't have stood up? She's a Canadian civil rights activist. She refused to leave a whites-only section of a Nova Scotia movie theater in 1946. She was arrested and fined. Her case helped spark the modern civil rights movement in Canada. What would have happened if there was no Viola Desmond? she had not stood up and used her voice. We look at people like Malala. We look at the women that helped with the persons case in Canada for women to be considered persons in Canada. What would have happened if they hadn't have stood up and used their voice? They didn't just wake up one day and have it all together. You have to start. I want to end with a quote. And I love this quote. This is from Laurel Thatcher Ulrich. And she says, Well-behaved women seldom make history. So I want to leave you with these last words. Stand up. Don't wait for someone to ask. And go after what you want. I also want to add to clarify that this doesn't mean that you need to take over the world. Maybe you're a homeschooling mom. And there's something you want to do differently. Maybe there's something in your parenting. Maybe you want to join parent council. Maybe you want to be the CEO of a company. Maybe you want to start a company. Your path doesn't have to look like somebody else's. But you are capable of doing the thing that you've been thinking about. And you just need to get going. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week and I can't wait for you to hear the next podcast episode. Also, I did a really fun one for International Women's Day with my daughter and one of her besties. It is super cute and adorable and very smart and they have some great 
thoughtful words and advice, even for parents and women leaders. And if you want to support the next generation and learn from them, you need to listen to that episode. It's like 15 minutes. It's very short, uh, but I have got such amazing feedback on it. And it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of laughs. And I would really encourage you to check it out. Have a great week, everybody. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Women Don't Do That. I hope you feel inspired to do whatever it is you think you can't do. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Stay connected on Twitter and Instagram at Women Don't Do That. I would love to have you join the conversation, so make sure you join our next Instagram Live. Find all our podcast and blog content at womendontdothat.com. Join me next time.